Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, off the pole, Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch, a deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one. That's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us. Please, somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Vanessa on them with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Who say with my boobay tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. We're going to dive into some NFL on this. Once again, social meds. You can find me on PDD085 on Instagram. You can get Mike Lynch at MikeLynch27 on Twitter. There's Joe Fisher at JoeFish3 on Twitter. The Better You Today text line 55305. We do appreciate all the interaction tonight. Been a good night on the old text line. So we'd like to thank you for that as well. Uh, real quick. Just to get through this, as we are a baseball show and this is news, um, the Oregonian is now reporting a list of investors into the Portland Diamond Project, which I believe is something that everybody has been very interested in, including myself. Although I'm not going to lie, looking at this list, I'm a little underwhelmed uh, by it. It just looks like a bunch of rich people. It's a bunch of rich people who own... Or have owned companies in the Portland area. Yep. So that's nice. It is local people. It's, I do it's like literally that. all local Every, except for Russell Wilson, which we knew. Everybody, everybody was afraid. It was like Silicon Valley Californians coming in and taking over our town for like the seventh time. Um, sorry, I'm bitter. I'm from here. Just, just some companies on the list: uh, Platt Electric, Opus Agency, Portland Gear, Camp Grizzly, Avamir Group, DW Fritz, Nike, Jevo. I've not heard of that one. And a real estate broker and a retired business owner and philanthropist, all local to the area. So that's so, kind of rad. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, it, it, it happened now. I, I don't really have time to research these people. I was trying to do it in the break. It's good to have some names. It's good to have – because I, I saw a lot of people on social media as well as just from stuff we saw in articles were very worried. They're going, this is all a lie. They haven't told us who the investors are yet, so how are we supposed there to There is no money. Right. They're saying this is all going to come down to the taxpayer, mm-hmm. which is Portland Diamond Project has been saying, no, that's not true the entire time. No, it's not. And there's what's-her-name trying to flip that $150 million bond. Well, it's a bunch of people. Yeah, but Burdick. Yeah, yeah but, but Burdick, Burdick wants to do that. And it's like, look, to build a stadium and to bring a team into town, you know, you need, like, north, high north of a billion dollars 
more than that. Yeah, $150 million is no big deal. So there's one thing in this article, just real quickly to point out, that a City Hall source indicated to the Portland Diamond Project um, indicated that the PDP showed Mayor Ted Wheeler letters of agreement from out-of-state equity stake investors, and those commitments totaled more than $1.3 billion. So this is not everybody. No. This, this, is, this is the, this is this the local is, spin. This is the key. It's the charter investors, and that's that's the key, is there there has been talk or thought that it wasn't all in-state, and that's probably still true, but this is to... It's pro- you're probably right, Patrick. It's probably a little bit of spin. Mm-hmm. People have been demanding the investors. So you give them the locals. You give them the local investors, which, A, everyone's like, yeah, Portland people, woo, I know this company. I go to this place. Um, and that kind of helps a little bit. But beyond that, I'm not really sure there's much to talk about outside of if you want to see the names, feel free. No. On, on it, the Oregonian. It, so. It's cool to see Darwin Barney on this list. We, I mean, knew, we, we knew that. We knew that. We knew that. Um, but yeah, looking at these people, I don't know what Platt Electric is. I don't know what Opus Agency. You said your wife used to work for them. Yeah, she freelanced for them. Uh, Portland Gear sounds familiar to me, but Camp Grizzly, Avamir, DW Fritz, there's no shock that there's somebody on here from Nike. I, Av- lo- I looked them all up. They're all Wilsonville. I was going to say, Avamir, I feel like it's a retirement home company. Yep. Yeah. There's Wilsonville. They have several different ones. There's Hillsboro. There's Beaverton. There's Portland. There's Lake Oswego. I mean, it's all local people. And even if you haven't heard of them, they are local companies. So. Hmm. Apparently, this Marcus Harvey guy is 28 years old, so he's better at life than us. Get some Marcus Harvey. You want <laughs> oh, to go Portland, rafting, bro? The Portland gear guy? Portland gear guy. Yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> struck it rich there. All the people that moved here from California are like, I want a hat with the Oregon logo I need inside gear. of the P. So I live in Portland, and I need some gear. I got, I'm going to look on Google. Portland gear. Oh, man, bro, I'm going to buy this stuff. Marcus Harvey, you have a uh, full invitation to go rafting with me and my people if you want to do, like, real outdoor stuff. I mean, his hats are pretty cool. I like the P with the organ in the middle. Oh, they haven't looked at them. Yeah. Are they cool? And let's not act like... I mean, like, you've seen them all over the street. Let's Everyone not act like them. the really? biggest... And I just don't know. Let's not act like the biggest city in America doesn't have one of the more famous, iconic T-shirts that literally says, I love New York. Oh, so, yeah, that's true. I mean... And their baseball team is the iconic NY. Yes, exactly. So, I mean. Who created that I Love New York t-shirt? I don't know. A rich a man really now. A really smart person. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. They probably... or, or he sold it for like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. $10,000 yeah. and now someone His else is really rich. business was going down and he needed 10000 More like ten, maybe. Just gave a yeah. the graphic away for nothing. He was like, can you pay my rent this month? Because my company's about to go under. And that guy was like, how's 200 bucks sound? Done. That would be super sad. But yeah, I mean, if there's. So then this really. If if there are letters of agreement from out of state investors that equal more than one point three billion dollars, then this is fake news. Right? Well, it's not fake news, it's partial news. Yeah. It's just, hey, see, we told you it's local. But I mean, I always said this from the start on this. Like, it's really rad that Russell Wilson and his wife, uh, is it Sierra? Is that how we say her name? Sierra. Sierra. That that Russ and Sierra you know, it's cool to have, you know, celebrities invested in this. But, you know, I know how much Russell Mil- Wilson makes. 
And Sierra, you know, might make more, but oh, she definitely makes more. But it's not it's not astronomically. Well, granted, you know how much Russell Wilson makes on his NFL contract. Right, right. But you can you can kind of have an idea. You know that these guys, Russell Wilson and Sierra are not putting in five hundred million dollars into this. No, but you, you uh, see what I mean? But you have to like realize what is his Alaska Airlines contract like? No, I understand I, mean, I understand that. But what I'm telling you is is like that's just a face. Right. Like if Russ and Sierra are, are if you really want to say like these are principal investors, to be a principal investor, you're putting in five hundred million dollars. Yeah. There's triple no, digits of there, millions. Yeah, there's yeah. nobody on this list that is putting in five hundred million dollars. Or at least a hundred? Yeah, I don't even think that's true. I bet you Russ and Sierra put in fifty mil. Sierra's net pop- worth is twenty million dollars. See? See? Yeah. Actually Russ's is more than hers. I, I bet you they put in ten million combined. But because they're famous, they get put on it. Yeah, you know, I want I is I want to see if it's Bezos. You know, if it's that mofo, like if he's throwing Russell down Russell Wilson net worth forty five mil, so combined sixty five million dollars. Yeah, like if Amazon is throwing down, that I get. You know, if Paul Allen, rest in peace, you you glorious mofo, if he wants to throw down five hundred million dollars, that I buy. But there's nobody on this list, even these people that I don't know. And no offense to you guys, I'm really excited that there's a lot of local investment. But none of these people are putting in more than $50 million. So it makes sense that another 1.3 has to come from someone else. There's probably a loan shark in, in Vegas that's, that's, that's put in, you know, $6 bucks into this. I don't know. I got all hot and bothered by this, and I'm not quite sure why. I think it's because you see through what it is. Yeah. Because it at it's first it's news. like it's it's not fake news. <laughs> at first it's like, oh wow. Well, I want to say it's fake news because I'm not really allowed to talk about that. You can say whatever you want. No, I don't want to. The uh you can see you look at it and you go, Oh my god, the investors were released, and you're like, Well, okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> local a, investors were released. This is a garbage story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 100% that I'm willing to that I'm willing to put my name on it that this is a garbage story that has stirred the pot to try to create some news in this town and there is no news in anything here I'm reading other than the fact that 1.3 billion dollars is coming from out of state that's news that is real news but everything else I'm seeing on this I don't care that's clickbait I've decided this story is clickbait and for that I've X'd out. With that, I bid you adieu. Yeah. Adieu. Adieu. All right. When we come back, let's dive into some NFL. That might make me a little happier, and it might make Joe happy, too. And we'll do that next on the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. still rule the world if I could rule the world uh switching away from baseball I kind of want to do get into some NFL it's a, good, some, it's a good Nas song by the way we got uh we got some we got some cool games this weekend right that's an understatement yeah yeah I think we're all pretty happy with this yeah we got the top two seeds in each or each conference we've got the 
top four scoring offenses in the NFL. Yeah. Let's go, baby. As a as a former Bolts fan, I'm a little disappointed that the Chargers didn't show up, but I watched the first half of that game and I get it. So yeah, here we are. Yeah. They they did what you are used to them doing. They did what I am used to them doing. Uh I felt really bad for them. So any Bolts Nation out there, um, I my condolences. I, I feel for you on that. I woke up early in everything. I had to watch the Manchester United Tottenham game on my phone because that game was on the television. Didn't the Manchester game start at eight thirty? Yeah, so you could watch the first I had to watch the last like fifteen minutes on my phone. God forbid. It was fourteen seven at that point. First world problem. It was fourteen seven at that point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you knew what was happening. Yeah, the I Patriots knew. had two straight drives, and you're like, oh god. It was the first one. The first one they scored, and I went, uh oh. <laughs> like when it's seven zero on the first drive, you're like, okay, yeah, Patriots are rested. They got a game plan. They come out, blah blah blah. I'm not shocked. Seven zip. But it was the way it was done. I was like. Uh-oh. So with that, let's let's start in the AFC. We have New England going to Kansas City. We have the GOAT versus the MVP. Yep. Um, we have the Hoodie versus uh, Barbecue. Versus the Kool-Aid Man. Versus the Kool-Aid Man. It was such a bad choice. My mom used to be a really big Eagles fan. She loved McNabb. And so she loves Andy Reid. She's always loved Andy Reid. And I remember she was the two things when he signed with Kansas City, she thought was, oh, my God, that giant red jacket. And the second thing was like, you just left Philly cheesesteaks. Why are you going to Kansas City barbecue? The favorite thing I have is there's a gif of him. He has this moment where he rumbles into the locker room all happy, (laughs) and it has him as the Kool-Aid man breaking through the wall and then (laughs) rumbling into the locker room. Yes. If you've never seen I'll show it to you if you haven't seen it. It was really good. Um yeah, it's look, this is what we wanted. It's gonna be cold. I'm super excited for championship games that not, are gonna be cold. Not as cold as they thought. It Mike. Sixteen degrees is still cold. They were saying negative ten. Yeah, but sixteen degrees is still cold. Oh, absolutely. But I I honestly think this is the year we're gonna see the Patriots lose in this game. You think so? Yeah. I'm I mean, the- I, I guess it's happened before, but I think this I think this is gonna be a Chiefs win right here. I'm the other side. As much, and and before Chiefs fan jumps on me, this is not a former San Diego kid talking. This is, I love Andy Reid. I'm a huge Travis Kelsey fan. I hate Patty Mahomes' hair, but he's super good. I want the Chiefs to Doesn't win. Doesn't he have the hair that you used to have? No, mine was way cooler. His is like long and stringy. Mine was like thick, sexy curls. I thought you said girls. I was like, what? No, curls. <laughs> I had thick, sexy girls on my head. Uh, but I really but I really like Mahomes, and I love Travis Kelsey, and I think Andy Reid deserves a Super Bowl ring more than anybody in the NFL right now, player or coach. Wow. Yeah? Rivers deserves one, but Andy probably deserves one more. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah, that's true. Um, tell, go tell Phil Rivers that was a 10th kid. I just... I. I just don't see it. Well, I just don't see it. As much as I think Andy is a good schemer, I think I think Andy's going to look at how to make his offense work against the Patriots' defense to where Belichick is going to do the classic Belichick thing, and how do I make them not work? 
I think instead of how do I make me work against them, how do I make them not work against us? I think there's one key factor here that's different than it has been in previous years because normally I would agree with you, right? Andy Reid has a history of losing in the playoffs and having bad clock management. I don't even think it's that for me. No, no, I know, but he has that history. Mm -hmm. He does. Belichick does not, obviously. The wild card here is it's Pat Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And I asked this to primetime earlier this week or last week, I think it was. I went, it was a stock watch question. It was buy or sell. Patrick Mahomes is the reason why Andy Reid will finally get to the Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl, I think is what I said. And he is so good mm-hmm. and so special. And the throws he makes are nothing that you game plan for. Right. He makes it happen. He makes it happen. And I, I 100% agree. This is a team for the Patriots on the on the flip side, although they slaughtered the Chargers last week that has as much weakness as any Patriots team we've seen in a long time. Their defense is not super great. Brady's Brady. They've got Sony Michelle, who had a great game, but has been iffy at times this year, and they've got a rotating cast of characters who are not super great at the running back position. Right. Outside of Julian Edelman, who do you trust? Gronk not playing super well. Chris Hogan. I mean. I think think my biggest thing is, and I think I was on primetime, going into the Kansas City LA Rams game and we were talking about it and we kind of it was you and me I believe it was you and me and we were we were talking about that game it could have been the hot corner but I feel like I feel like we were doing primetime or something and I just said I just fear and I worry about Mahomes in the game time crunch fourth quarter drive because of what happened against the Rams and no no I think we were saying this leading up to the Rams game and I said, I don't think he can do it. And what happened? He fell apart. And that is what scares me in this game. I want him not to because you're right, he's special. But I think he's got a little Brett Favre in him. He's got a little, like, I am a magician. I can make things happen. But he can also cost that team the game. Brady's not going to do that. True. That's why I'm leaning towards Patriots. No, that's, that's a good point. And, and it kills me because I love Mahomes. And I would love to see them do this. That's where I'm hesitant. It's a good point, and you will often look at quarterbacks as the deciding factor in a game like this. But I think it's more of a gut feeling than anything, and, and I've watched a lot of Chiefs football this year. They There's something special going on in Kansas City right now, and because of that, my gut's telling me the Patriots are not going to win this game. It might, it might be close. It might be a last-second field I, goal. I, I hope it's close. I hope it's close. We've, we've seen a lot of blowouts in the playoffs so mm-hmm. far. Um but what the what the Chiefs did to the Colts last week, Oof. when everyone was jockeying the Colts, everyone was like, oh, "Yeah, Colts are going to win the game." It was, or, it was the sexiest pick of the weekend. Or Colts are going to cover the spread at least, which was five points. It wasn't even close. And part of that was because the Chiefs' defense finally showed up. That was their that's their biggest weakness is their defense. It was frankly bad during the regular season. But Andrew Luck had zero time and. The Colts had like eight straight drives where they didn't get a first down. So if that Chiefs defense shows up again, then there's no there's no way I'm picking against Kansas City. I also want you to know that the Chargers could do nothing against that subpar defense of New England. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, no, the. They Every, looked hot, too. They, we all knew the Ravens game was going to be a grind-out game. We all knew that. 
So the fact that it was close and it was ugly, I don't think is a true testament to the Chargers. I think that we all kind of expected that to happen to where we thought maybe Luck and the Chiefs would be a little more flashy. The Chargers were completely outclassed, completely outplayed, and they have a good offense. They have guys all over the field, and they couldn't do a thing. All of the winning defenses. I think I saw a stat that the Patriots had more first downs than the Chargers had rushing yards. Right. All of the winning defenses have been maligned at some point this year from last week, I'm saying. Rams were not living up to the money. True. Chiefs, horrendous. Patriots, not good. Saints, eh, not great. They're probably the best of the four winning teams' defenses, but none of those defenses are are all-world defenses. No, but they're good enough. Well, but they they have not been. Their offenses have been good enough. Why have the Chiefs won like 52-50 10 times? Because their well, defense sucks. I just mean in last week, right. their wins, their, their defenses were good enough. Well, actually, their defenses were good. Last week. That is true. Luck so, looked like he was on an island. That's what I mean is they showed up at the right time. Maybe that continues because of the playoffs. I hope it does because it makes for closer games. But that all four of them have weaknesses on defense. And all four of them are great offensive teams. So mm-hmm. we could see some shootouts too. So you're taking Chiefs. I'll take Pats. Joe, you want to jump on this real quick? You got to pick on that game? Oh, man. I, I took Chargers last week, so I feel I like I should too. learn my lesson. I did too. Yeah, I'm, but I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to ride this anti-Patriots train until it cool. actually happens. Cool. I hope you guys are right. This is one of those times when you make a pick that I'm like, God, I hope I'm wrong. I hope someone texts in or 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 texts me personally or hits me on social media that's like, you're an idiot. Patriots suck, and you can see that they got blown out. I'd be cool with that. Well, and I don't know. You can make arguments for I'm a fan of parody. Some people say yeah, you yeah, only watch great. when greatness is happening and a team wins it over and over again. I don't know. I don't buy that 100%. And I just like seeing things that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So seeing the Chiefs in a Super Bowl, that's something that a lot of people, not even not even just my age, I mean, just people above. I mean, when was the last time they were in the AFC Championship game? 94? Joe Montana. 93? Maybe Elvis Gerbach. Probably Joe Montana. I, I mean, no it's been a while, so that's just something new, and I would like to see the Chiefs, especially after this year. They've had an amazing year. That'd be great. I just want to – I'll leave it on this as we try to cram in the NFC side real quick. I think I just want to see a good game. Like, people were like, yo, you watch Clemson, Alabama? And I was like, I watched, like, some of it, but I turned it off. They were like, what? Isn't it awesome to see Alabama get destroyed on national TV? And it's like, yeah, to a point in which I'm just not watching a good football game. Well, you were watching good Clemson play. Yeah, kind of. I mean, how many points they score in the second half? I don't know. Trevor Lawrence was great to watch. Yeah, in the first half. In the second half, I was... Hater. I'm a hater. I don't like sunshine. Anyway, uh, switching over to the NFC, we'll try to do this real quick. I know we're up against the clock. This game, no idea. No idea. I know the Saints have the advantage with the Superdome. Those fans, you know, go Saints, who dad, all that garbage. That That's a tough place. I don't know. I don't. I, I think in this game, I lean on the veterans. If 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 you're putting a gun to my head and making me choose, I don't know. I don't feel confident about it. But because of that, I lean on the veterans. I am going to go with the Rams on this one, simply because the Saints' offense just hasn't looked exactly the same since middle of the season. Agreed. Since that Cowboys Thursday night game, the offense hasn't looked the same. Whereas the Rams offense has come back to full form. Agreed. And I saw some passes from Drew Brees last week against the Eagles that I was like, yo, dude, 
is your arm tired? It's the second quarter. And I don't mean to bash on Breeze because I've been a huge Breeze fan his entire career. I remember him in college. He beat the Huskies in a Rose Bowl. Drew Breeze is awesome. Uh, I saw some stuff that I was like, hey, man, you're getting old. Although he threw every pass to Michael Thomas and it was caught every single time. Yeah, but the other one, but but some passes caught or not caught just kind of did not have that that Breeze classic zip on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's getting older. He's 40 now. So I just think what we've seen all year from the Rams and Chiefs tells me that they have the best teams in football. And I really, really want to see a repeat of that. You want to see Rams Chiefs? You want to see a Super Bowl 55-51? I do. Yeah. Because that game was a blast. That game was fun. And until Patty Mahomes choked it. Yeah. Hard. He did. Hard. He did. Uh, I... I am enamored with the uh, potential of Drew Brees winning a second Super Bowl. And even though I hate kind of list radio kind of stuff, I'm interested. If Brees wins the second title, where does he rank? I think he'd rank pretty high. Yeah. I think that would be a very fun conversation to have, especially. Stats-wise, he'd be Especially who you taking, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Like, I think that would be a really Fun, like if you didn't argue it and you just kind of like had a great conversation, well, I think that Drew would Brees be fun. Can't win because then they only have one each, and then you can argue it fairly. Peyton has two. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I forgot my own teams win. Yeah, yeah. You know that really terrible Peyton Manning performance in a Super Bowl that they won. Yeah, maybe that's why you forgot. No, I, I don't know. I'm there, an idiot. Don't worry. There, there's a lot of it. Um, I just, it's funny, Mike. Maybe this is the difference. Between us as NFL fans, you watch a lot more. I'll get us out on this. You watch a lot more NFL than I do. And, Joe, you might be able to chime in on this, too, because you watch a lot more than I do as well. Did you just realize that he took the Chiefs, you took the Chiefs, I took the Patriots. You took the Rams. I don't know who Joe's going to take, but I'm going to take the Saints. You are in on, Mike, you are in on the youth movement, and I'm the old curmudgeon. Yeah. Yeah, I I want to go Saints, but after watching the Rams game last weekend, I'm getting kind of scared and thinking that the Rams might do it. So I'm is, is I this, haven't decided on that one yet, honestly. Is, is this a real thing? Am I just the like eh, NFL's NFL? Going with the old guys. Going with the old dudes. They always win, unless you're the preacher. Nick a Brady Foles. Breeze Super Bowl, as much as I wouldn't, would be awesome. Like the probably my least wanted Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, Mike. Mike's giving they're, a hand gesture. They're gonna that, milk uh, that yeah. that Brady Breeze uh, the, the, thing in many me- different ways. The media Mike w- just gestured one way. Yeah, the, the media would be insufferable. Uh, it's gonna of be bad. Breeze Brady. It's gonna be. However, bad. as a football fan, two guys at the end of their career, I'm down to watch them duke it out. Yeah, Mahomes sure. and Goff aren't going anywhere. I'm in love with Sean McVay, and I'd like him to win. You're in love with him? Yeah. Oh, dude. Wow. I, do you think I can get a coaching job now? Breaking news. Mike Lynch hired as the OC in Miami. Yeah. Hey, there you go, dude. <laughs> Got to leave my Syracuse OC job, though. <laughs> uh, so that's that. Uh, when we come back, a little fair or foul, Joe Fisher will lead us down the course, and we have no idea where he's going. He can do anything he wants. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 Fan. But first, there's Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or 
Is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome in. This is Fair or Foul. This is where Mike and I try to guess or try to take our opinions into the reality and say, this is true, this is not true. This is Fair or Foul, and we turn this over to our fantastic producer behind the glass, the 15th hardest working man at 1080 The Fan. That's not true. I'm joking. It's a tie, though. It's a tie at 15th between oh, yeah. who is ever first and second. It's a dead even between all 15 people. Oh, on nice. Nice. So, nice. Okay. Even though I am 15th, it's a, yeah. So it's a 15 way tie. Yes, gotcha. exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Tied for 15th place, the hardest working man at 1080 The Fan, <laughs> Joe Fisher the third. So. You guys said to go whichever way I wanted to on this, but however you want to do I, it. I couldn't help myself. You want to talk some Andy Murray? I stuck with some baseball on this one. Ooh. Uh, you guys basically spent the first hour of this show on Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, mostly Manny Machado and his contract, but what Harper might get, those two. Uh, so Bryce Harper, this last season, he had 34 home runs, 100 RBIs. Fair or foul? First season that Bryce Harper had 100 RBIs. Mm, I'm going to say foul. I believe there is a season two years ago where he hit like 320 and he had 30, MVP year. 30 and 100. Yeah, I think that was it. I want to say that in that MVP year, he had like 96 RBIs. Um, I will say fair on this. Bryce had a down year, but that Nationals team was pretty loaded with good pitching. Um, I, I w- I'll say fair on this. I'll be a Huckleberry. So the MVP season, he uh, led the majors in home runs, 42, or the NL at least. Uh, but what we care about is RBIs, and he only finished with 99. So it's fair. This was his first season with 100 RBIs. He had 42 home runs and only had 99 RBIs. <laughs> right. Thanks for getting on base, buds. Mike, you need more drunken roster resource rabbit holes in your life. So, yeah, 99. And then before that, uh, 99 back in 2015. Don't mess with me in stats. <laughs> 87, 86 the last two years. So, um, a career year for Bryce Harper, I guess you could say. Except he hit 250. <laughs> 230. Oh, what Bryce Harper hit last year? 232? That on-base percentage, though. Yeah, Ooh. it's great. <laughs> Swing or walk? Up. He did walk a lot. He, Swing or walk? He led the National League in walks with 130 this What's year. What's his batting average? Uh, I'll look on to our next one. You continue. Uh, yeah, it's 249. So, um, next one, Manny Machado. Uh, that was you, Mike. You yep. win that one. Um, you know, and I, I'll stay with the same thing. Manny Machado, fair or foul? First season with 100 RBIs. Uh, I'll take the lead on this one. Um, I think the answer is foul. I do believe those years when they were competing for the wild card, when you had Trumbo, Scope, 
Um, was Brady Anderson still on the team? It was basically every year but last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Machado has hit the 100 RBI mark. Yeah, I'm going to say foul. He hit the he's hit the 100 RBI mark. 2016, he had 96. 2017, he had 95. This year, he had 107. And this year was the first year that he had 100 RBIs. Oh, dang it. That blows my mind. Both of them, yeah. yeah. Neither Just, of them had a 100 RBI season. Again, Harper had 99 in 2015. <laughs> right, so, right, I mean, right. like, that is one play in a random game. There's probably in a May. stat correction, too, yeah, on something. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, oh, fantasy to gods. baseball reference, first time that both of them had a 100 yeah. RBI season, and it was in the same year. There were a couple years where that Baltimore offense was kind of scary. It was, yeah. Yeah. All right. Adam now, Jones was still good. Yeah. Oh, Adam Jones. He's a free agent. I know. He hasn't Him signed yet. AJ Pollock. Like, I, just go pay cheap money for He wants to stay in Baltimore. I was going to say, at this point, just well, stay he said in he Baltimore. Wants to stay, right? Like, just do it. Yeah, exactly. He said it. Like, you didn't. You asked not to get traded last season. Just sign, sign the long-term deal and kick it in Baltimore for the rest of your career. Go to the Phillies. Man, the Cavs are bad. No. Cavs suck. Where's Larry Nance? Anyways, um, going over to NFL for the last part of Fair or Foul here. Uh, you guys were talking about a guy named uh, Patrick Mahomes. He was pretty good this year. Uh, was he so good that Fair or Foul? He led the league in yards per attempt, yards per completion, and yards per game. All three of them? All three. Mm. Yards per attempt, yards per completion, and yards per game. Remember, you had Tyreek Hill. I mean, Kareem Hunt was busting off some big runs towards the beginning of the year when they had him. I will say. Ooh, you want me to go first? Fair. I'm going to say fair because I was thinking about the other big offenses. We just talked about it. The top four offenses are the last four teams left. Jared Goff did not throw the ball downfield very much or as much. Neither did Tom Brady. throwing downfield. It's yards after catch count as well, yards. Yards per attempt. Yards as well. per attempt, yards per catch, and yards per game. But those all count once, yeah, no, you're the, right. you're once right. the receiver is down. You're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say fair still. It's gonna be like Brock Osweiler. I, I think <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the answer is foul. And it's because Oh, this is like some old school bias coming in right now. It's because I do not believe Patrick Mahomes is the MVP because of these things. Because I don't think he has that in all three categories. I think Phillip Rivers has some of that. Therefore, I will say foul. It is foul. Um, If I wanted to throw the qualifier in there, played all 16 games, then it would be fair. Because gotcha. Ryan Fitzpatrick actually led the league in yards per attempt and yards per catch. Yeah, but he played like eight games. <laughs> exactly, actually. Eight games exactly. Oh, Fitzmagic. But no, but that can't count. You know. The yards per game. Minimum eight games played? No, 16. Big Ben. Oh. Oh, yeah. He's got those dudes, Juju and Antonio. Yeah, he threw for uh, 320 a game. Yeah, and I do have one more, so we'll just get to this real quick because we're trying to up against it. Um, the Patriots just absolutely shellacked the Chargers. Oh, it was, like, sad, too. Disgusting. Jim it's Nance. Like everyone in the world was rooting for the Chargers. I think Nance and Romo were rooting for the what Chargers. Killed me I about, wasn't really rooting for the Chargers. But why not? Because AFC West. You're a jerk. Going into the fourth quarter. I wasn't rooting for the Patriots. Either, after though. the commercial break, Jim Nance killed me. He's like, well... 
to look at things positively. Chargers won the third quarter. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so they held the Chargers to only 19 rushing yards. 19 rushing yards. Fair foul. That's a San Diego slash L.A. Chargers uh, playoff history low in rushing yards. Um, I have to say, I'll start this one. I have to say fair. 19. That's... I have to Ew. say fair that that is the lowest the Chargers have ever rushed in a playoff game because the only time the Chargers have ever made a playoff game were with Natron Means and the greatest running back of all time, LaDainian Tomlinson. And those guys had more than 19 yards. Melvin Gordon is kind of, eh, to me. So I'm going to say fair. Melvin Gordon's awesome. He ain't Natron Means and LT, baby. Okay. Um, can you, can you not, tell my sports pants are super tight anytime I start thinking about Ladanian Tomlinson? Oh, I can tell. I was like, I'm oh, not walking oh, down this road oh, with man. you. Oh, man. You're just going to start yelling Ladanian Tomlinson at me over and over, and I'm not going to have an argument with you. Um, I'm going to say it, that's foul because you set it up in a way where I feel like they ran for like nine yards in one game, and the Chargers have always charged it. So I feel like there was a game in there where they just got destroyed and didn't run the ball at all. 19 yards is getting destroyed and not running the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mike's right. It's happened, and it almost happened 10 years to the day. I hope it was LaDainian Tomlinson. Oh, no, that would be LaDainian Tomlinson. It wasn't, actually. It was in 2009 that it happened, and he was already gone to the Jets at that point. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Darren Sproles rushed for 11 carries, 15 yards for the Chargers against the Steelers, and I believe the divisional round, yes, to go to the AFC Championship game. Oh, you think the Chargers (laughs) played AFC Championships? So Phillip's used to this. This is now the second time they've rushed for less than 20 yards in a divisional round playoff game in Philip Rivers' career. I'm pretty sure Rivers has only been to one AFC championship game, and he had a torn MCL and and LT had a torn ACL, and they lost to Peyton in the Colts in Indy. Poor Philip. I believe that is 2006. I believe that is the only AFC championship game. All right, we're way over. So uh, there's your fair or foul. That is fair or foul. Thank you, Joe. That was a good one. I really enjoyed that. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Corner after dark. This is a good bump music for Hot Corner After Dark too. Joe, you killed it today. Killed I, it today. I feels it. Absolutely killed it today. Can we give a shout out to Joe Fisher? Hey, thank you. You know, just Holla the, one time. The 15th hardest working man. <laughs> Tied for 15th. Tied. Kill a Mike. But usually when tied for 15th means that all the people below you are also tied for 15th. When I say I mean that all the people above me are tied for 15th also. You know, like a golf leaderboard says like tied for 15th. It's not so much. Yeah, but the golf leaderboard takes the purse for all 15, combines them, and splits it 15 ways. There we go. There you go, baby. Polish the turd however you'd like. I'll take it, all right? Yeah. Um. In. I think half of those people would be very happy and half would be very unhappy. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, for those of you still out there, we do have the Beers on Us podcast. We'll drop tomorrow at around 4 p.m. You can find that on 
Radio.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Mike, what's the what's the subject for the podcast tomorrow? Brewery look. Oh yeah. We discuss the ambiance, the decor, the outdoor stuff, the There's, feng shui, the aesthetics. Yeah, there was a really there was a really fun moment on this podcast that's actually I hope I remember this when we do the uh 2020 boobas. Uh this was one of my favorite Excuse me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Beers on us beer the, awards. Yeah, the, the boobas. boobas. The boobas. Yeah. Um, that was a Mike Lynch brain creation on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. It was really, hey, really brilliant. I can't judge. We call a segment fourth. So, you know, but Boobas obviously has a, oh, a, a, f- a little bit of a ring to it. I'm a fan of fourth. Me too. I like fourth. I uh, like fourthing and Boobas. <laughs> but I hope I remember this because it was one of those moments, and I don't know how to phrase this without sounding like a jerk, so I, I apologize if it comes out wrong. But it was one of those things that you were so right about something that I spend every day of my life doing. And, and you, I did not know. I know. It was such a fun realization to me. And we did it when we were talking about it. It was kind of like you It was said, even before the podcast. You kind of had this mini freak out moment like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to listen to the podcast to kind of I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it, but it was just really fun. You were like, oh no, this. And I was like, no, you're totally wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was really fun because, you know, I've, I've been in this business for, you know, over 15 years. And, and I you know, I've been going to breweries and working for breweries for, for a long time that I, I you said that to me. And I was like, no way. You're totally wrong. And you were totally right. That was really, really fun. It was actually a surprisingly fun episode. Like, I, I knew it was interesting because it was one thing I wanted to talk about. But at the end, I was like, yeah. That was a good episode. I know. We were kind of like worried about like, what are we going to talk about this week? And you brought it up and I was like, yeah, that'll be fine. And it just kept going. It did. It went way longer than I thought. And it, it was would. really fun. And I, I'm really glad we almost left a very key player out of the game. And I'm glad we did not because that would have been very bad. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Michael, for making that happen. Uh, so you can check that out. That'll drop tomorrow at four. Uh, Mike, Thank always- you, RJ, for saying the boobas are legit. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. I feel that way too. One day we might have trophies, um, you know, that we that we give to them. Give to them. Yeah, you know, you I go. can go to a Wayfinder and I can say, "Hey, Kevin, you won the 2019 Booba for the Beer of the Year." Yeah, I go down to San Diego and say, "Hey, Ballast Point, <laughs> you won my personal new Brewery of the Year Booba, <laughs> even though you're really old." And they're like, "Where are you from?" Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, go away. You, I, you, I leave the brewery and they're like in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so anyway, you can find that again. You can get that on uh, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, TennyTheFan.com, and uh, Michael tweeted out on his Twitter. I'll post a picture of some sort on my uh, Instagram page, and and that'll be fun. Yeah, coming out tomorrow, and we also have an In the Brews episode coming up the following week. Yeah. So we got some cool stuff. Check out that beer podcast. Tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. And radio.com app is now fixed. Oh, yay. It was stuck at episode 21. And I sent an email to the appropriate person. <laughs> we way past that. And uh, it is now episode 25. So so that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, next week on this show, do we get a signing? I hope. I mean, no. I, ne- I'm going to say no, but I hope so. Next week on this show, I want to spend some time giving love to those that are forced to wait for this situation. The AJ Pollock's the of the fans. world. Yeah, the fans. 
And these fans, some of us might like A.J. Pollock more anyway. You want an outfielder? I'll take A.J. Pollock. It's going to cost me a lot less. Okay, weirdo. And I don't need home runs. Okay, weirdo. I got Joey Gallo on my team. You do? Not on my team, but can you imagine? I was like, when did that Can you imagine a Rangers fan? I'll take A.J. Pollock. Solid hitter. I don't need home runs. (laughs) I got Joey Gallo. Yeah, he bats 219. Yeah, but he does hit 43 (laughs) home runs a year. Can you believe, can you imagine being a Rangers fan having to stick up for Joey Gallo? Joey Gallo is trash. Uh, He hit 43 bombs last year. Uh, He almost batted under 200. He also never had 100 RBIs. Joey Gallo? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because he plays in the Rangers, and they're not that good right now. How about this, though? Ready to have your mind blown? Please, I love it. 41 home runs two years ago, 80 RBIs. (laughs) Not even in the 90s. Wow. Not even the 90s. 40 and 92 this year. He's basically just hitting solo home runs. What an absolute loser. That's loser. Not, that's not nice. He's I probably know, a nice guy. Nice. I mean, he looks like a nice guy. Maybe he's on well, the he's like, he's like tall and lanky and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. He might be all right. He might be all right. I saw the Indians are going to pay Frankie Lindor $17 million this year to avoid arbitration. I was like, discount. At least for now. Yeah. Frankie is amazing. And the Cavaliers are not. They're losing by 15. They're losing by 15 to a team that's not very good. No, just good enough. Who's got that hair? Evan Turner has hair now? Well, he's wearing... They're like braids. Yeah, he kind of got little braids on there. Is it fake? Is it fake? Is his hair fake? That's what I want to know. No, it's not fake. That's what I want to know. I want to know if his hair is fake. There's two headbands on the ground, on the floor right now. Well, I've just never seen him with hair in my entire life. That's that's really wild. And Zach Collins has something weird across his face. Well, that's how, that's how we do it tonight. From Mike Lynch, I'm Patrick Harris. That's Joe Fisher behind the glass. We'll uh, see you next week. And hey, download beers on us and go do something I would do. <laughs>